Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dad Shorts Podcast, where we're just two dads trying to figure out which Christmas song is the most overplayed. Scott, what do you think? Oh my gosh. Uh, Overplayed. Overplayed, overrated. I am going for the two for one and going Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. It's the worst. Wow. I I think uh, Brenda Lee's Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is just overplayed. I I can't do it. Wow. It's a classic. I know. I don't want to listen to it anymore. Joining us today, Brenda Lee, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. I'm just like, this is all the time. And it's not even that great of a song. Give me a, I I just don't love it. I'm aware of uh, well, the I'm song. Zach I'm just not sure what you're listening to. <laughs> I'm Don't listening to everything? instead of that. I'm listening to, yeah, but I'm not streaming that's that song. I, that's what I mean. You're not even listening to the radio. How do you know that it's overplayed? It's been overplayed my entire life. Okay. It's so. It's it's so. Oh uh, well, I'm Zach Holden, <laughs> and I'm Scott Ragsdale. And joining us via a video chat uh, is Mr. Isaac Shade. Isaac, tell us a little bit about yourself, job title, number of kids, uh, other important facts. First of all, Daniel Zachary Holden, how dare you besmirch the good name of Brenda Lee? <laughs> Absolutely. That, that young lass was 13 years old when she recorded that song, I'll have you to know. I did not know that. That's that's You learn, you learn something here. And you know what? Here's the worst of it, Zachary. Scott was right, right with his answer, and you were deadly wrong with yours. Okay, now ask me your questions again. I missed all of them because I was so furious with you for, for your terribleness. Okay. Start with this. Isaac, what is the most overplayed Christmas song? Scott named it. I like this guest. Right, so you're not even going to... Okay. Uh, and then tell there, us there this, your no job titles, uh, number of kids, no other, other facts. <laughs> there are other answers. Okay. There are other overplayed Christmas songs. I think Rudolph is overplayed. Yeah, maybe. I get but. that. <laughs> Isaac, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? For sure. I'd <laughs> love to. Uh, I kind of wear a couple different hats occupationally. Um, my full-time job is I work at Ozark Christian College in Joplin, Missouri. Um, and there I am the chapel minister and a professor. I actually, uh, one of my like eight bosses is Scott's brother, Chad. Uh, clearly Scott is the best of all the Ragsdales. And <laughs> honestly, um, and you know, and, Chad's uh, only listening to the episodes he's on. So you're safe. <laughs> Good. Um, and then my other job is that I'm in uh, sports media, uh, specifically with, um, podcasting. And so do that. Uh, for a, a network called the Locked On Network, and I host two of their podcasts, Locked On College Basketball and Locked On Tar Heels. Thanks. So that's nice. job. Does, uh, does it still feel strange? Does what feel strange? Does it still feel strange to to like officially introduce yourself as a uh, sports personality? Yeah, it feels um, very imposter syndrome. <laughs> Well, I've listened to your podcast. I love it. I don't even follow North Carolina sports. I still listen to it just because uh, you're very well informed. I haven't started the college basketball one yet, and I need to, but uh, uh, you're doing a great job. So, uh, sorry, I interrupted you. You're telling us your number of kids. No, and, good. Uh, 
your uh, ages and all that other good stuff. Yeah. So I have two children. My oldest is Paxton. He is eight. And I have a daughter, Poppy, who is four. And they are polar opposites of each other temperamentally. And it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, Isaac, uh, listen, we want to start out with, uh, we, you've had you on the show before. We love you. Uh, but uh, what's new since last we talked? It's been over a year during my horrible charcuterie Thanksgiving draft. Uh, so it's been a year. Oh, that uh, was him, what's, wasn't it? Yeah. What's new since uh, since last we talked? Well, that was literally uh, right at the beginning of last college basketball season, which is when we began that national college basketball show. And so that's probably the newest thing is that that was at its inception point. And I've been doing that a little over a year now. And, um, so that's, that's phenomenal. Like, it's so fun to get, like, I, I love my North Carolina role, um, just cause I'm a big Tar Heels fan. And I, so I get to talk about all Tar Heel sports, but my entire life sports wise, it's major league baseball and college basketball, um, which I would say college basket, like if I'm picking a one, a, it would be college basketball. And so getting to talk about it daily about you know, we're not talking about all 362 Division One teams every day, but getting to study that and research it and, and the players and talking to people in what's kind of been the thing that I didn't suspect with all, frankly, all my sports media stuff is the way I'm able to do ministry through that. So that's been a really neat uh, part of that. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so how do you like, how has that increased your, um, your workload? Like as far as, cause it was just the, the North Carolina stuff. How was, you know, branching out to all of college basketball, like increase that. Yeah, that's a great question. So our, our network does five shows a week on the weekdays, Monday to Friday. And so I actually have a co-host on locked on college basketball. And so we do our Monday show together and then uh, we each take two of the other days of the week. So I'm recording basically eight podcasts, eight 30 minute podcasts a week. Cool. Um, now it, you know, there, there's a lot of prep because there's a lot of games. And so I'm just kind of constantly got games on my phone or, you know, I have YouTube TV where I can quad box it. So uh, just keeping up with games and coaches and players. And um, so that, that's probably honestly the bigger part of it is just the staying up to speed on everything. Awesome. Do you, uh, well, listen, uh, all right, like, like if I, if I, if I dig into it, this is intriguing to me. So do you, um, like you say, you don't talk about all of the, the D one games. Do you like cherry pick? Do you play the headlines? Do you kind of look like, well, where are you at top 25? Like what, how do you choose what you tune into? It's kind of funny because it's almost like ministry work where um, I know like I could get into the weeds and I want to get into the weeds. But I know a lot of times pe most people are there for like the, the top 25 e games or games that are intriguing for rivalry reasons or like Bronny James made his debut over the weekend. So, you know, we talked about that on Monday's show. And so um, it is kind of this thing where you want to talk about the things like uh, my boss always tells me, do the show that your audience wants to hear. And so that's what we're kind of always seeking out is, is what are people tuning in for um, while making it engaging and finding fun things to do? And, and you know, like what's the angle? What's the, what's the take? What's the talking point? So that we're not just regurgitating the facts of the game. So yeah. that's kind of always the key and the kicker. So it, it's fun trying to dig into that and figure out like, good grief this like this upcoming weekend uh as we record this show this upcoming weekend is loaded 
it's unreal now that football is over mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, college basketball has taken over. And so yeah. I'm really excited about that, but it's almost harder to figure out what to not talk about. Cause there's so much good content. Sure. Mm. Awesome. awesome. Thanks. Uh, well, listen, Isaac, uh, what's good in life, man, everything. Listen, I'm going to sound super cheesy when I say this, but uh, my family life, we just have a blast. So my last name, as, as these guys said, is shade. So we just call our family team shade. Um, and so we're, we're always just trying to see what kind of things we can do together. Um, my wife, her name is Maggie. We just laugh, uh, all the time, like at each other and at, and with our kids. Um, and, uh, so, and we in particular, uh, very poignant to recording here around Advent season and Christmas time, because we love this time of year for all that it entails from, activities that we do together to, to lights to movies and everything else and so man this is very much a sweet spot uh f- for our family i would say nice nice so uh, um, we want to ask people, oh, oh go ahead do, Scott, you have, do you have your book of if questions zach i've got the i've got a few if questions yeah nice okay cool i'm excited yeah i like i really just want to keep on yeah. interrupting you so there's that <laughs> it's like we're in studio together it's true. <laughs> uh, Isaac, listen, uh, since uh, we've got a little bit extra time, we'd like to ask a couple if questions. So uh, first we want to start with is this. If you could have dinner with any three people from history, who are you having dinner with? Good grief. Uh, dead or alive? Dead or dead alive. alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What if they're both uh, living in a state <laughs> dead of... Dead and uh, alive? <laughs> yeah, like they're uh, like in a cryogenic... <laughs> I don't know what, what do you call it when they're like frozen and it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> cryogenic frozen. Ted Williams. <laughs> That's exactly so, like, wasn't that a whole thing with his family and yeah. his head? Both. <laughs> Gosh, That's oh, I feel wild. like we're talking like oh. Futurama here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was like an episode of the Simpsons. Uh, no, it's straight up Austin Powers. That, that's what we're dealing with, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> okay, three people. Let me, three. I'm going to try to categorize it um, so that I can go across the spectrum. Um, okay. I like, I want to do somebody baseball because I think that would be phenomenal. Um, somebody like Hank Aaron. I would love to talk to Hank okay. Aaron both because of his prowess as an athlete. I mean, just doing ridiculous stuff, but also to just like try to try to understand a little better everything that he went through as a man of color. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that like to perform at the level he did while dealing with everything he did is just makes it all the more impressive. And um, I'd love to talk with him. Yeah. Um, Somebody, you know, like just thinking American history, like somebody probably cheesy and cliche, but George Washington, I think would be really interesting. Just like, man, what, like to see what our country is now versus when he started just to like hear him talk about what, what it was like to create this thing that he didn't really know what it was going to be and, and what it would turn into. Um, but to, to have the wherewithal at the beginning of this whole thing as a president to step aside before he came like a, you know, megalomaniac or something like yeah. that. Like there's just so much that intrigues me about him. I think that would be a really interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, 
be like a whole Bill and Ted's thing where you bring him yeah. to present day and like get, his, get his hot take on it. This, man, what a wild thing that is. Uh, so we have this thing called a podcast. <laughs> uh, there's this guy named Lynn, and he wrote a play about you and your buddies, and they sing about it and rap, and it's wild. It's great. <laughs> For a second there, I thought you were talking about my dad, and I, it was really weird. <laughs> that was his third person, your dad. Yeah, I, I would pay money to have a dinner with Lynn Ragsdale and Lynn Manuel Miranda and see what would transpire. Uh, that would make me very, very happy, man. Uh, that would be fantastic. Okay, uh, we need Bill? a third person. A third person. They can be alive, right? Doesn't have to be. Yep. Yep. I want to talk to Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Nice. All right. He's I our next guest. So we'll put you guys together. We'll connect you guys. <laughs> he's just like, he's one of those people. I will watch anything that he's in. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need to know the title or what it's about. Tom Hanks is in it. I'm talking to him. So I just, I don't yeah. know. He's interesting to me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we're over time, but I, I can't, I have to ask this, uh, Isaac, last one. If, uh, if you could go back and see any one sporting event live, which sporting event would you go see? Good grief. Um, 1957 Final Four. Okay. Uh, it and was refresh. So, in um, like both the, there was a Final Four game and the National Championship that both went to like double or triple overtime. Um, really? And it was like, Kansas and North Carolina, like it was wild teamed in Michigan State. Um, let me quickly get down to it here. Yeah. Okay. So the final four was Kansas and San Francisco. And this is like Wilt Chamberlain, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then the other final four was North Carolina, Michigan State. And that one went to, I think, triple overtime. And then the national championship game was North Carolina and Kansas. And they played it at this point in back to back days. And that was also triple overtime. So North Carolina went undefeated that season, uh, but had triple overtime in back-to-back days to win it. Wow. Crazy. If I'm remembering all this correctly, it was in Kansas City, I think. Was that San Fran? Was that uh, when Bill Russell played played for them? I believe so, but don't hold me to it. (laughs) So you could have seen Wilt versus Bill Russell and your favorite team winning. Was that their first or their second national championship? The uh, There was one... Uh, previous called the Helms Championship, which was 1924, but uh, it's like there's a banner for it, but most people count 57 as the first. That's that's a good choice. Oh, nice. No. I thought for sure you were gonna pick the 2014 uh, national championship football game. So like, I wasn't. Wasn't. I wasn't. That, wasn't that? <laughs> I'm just. That, that, I mean, that. Did anybody watch that? Was that it? Yeah, I watched that at no. Mr. Shade's house. I was going to say, you know what's oh. funny is Zach and I actually watched it together. Was it, That was Cardale Jones? Was that that year? Cardale, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I knew that. That's I, why I threw out that little Easter egg. <laughs> I don't well, think that was. I'm looking, at, that. I'm looking at San Francisco's team from that year. I don't think it was Bill Russell. Mm. Okay. Fair. Whatever. Uh, well, listen, before we get to our game today, uh, we need another draft. After I lost our draft so badly with Isaac on our Thanksgiving <laughs> draft, we're doing another one. Uh, and I've leveled the playing field some, but before we get to that, we're going to do some serious questions. Uh, Isaac, uh, as your children get older, what are some of the rites of passage events or movies, uh, things you want to pass on to them? And then like, what ages, uh, are you thinking of doing that? And I'll preface the question with this. Um, you know, my, my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. I started every Christmas Eve at nine 55. So I get to watch Hans Gruber fall off right at the stroke of midnight. 
and uh, I have two teenage daughters and this year is the first year they are going to watch Die Hard with me uh, as, as, and I'm super excited. And that's like, okay, this is the, this is the year. Uh, so I'm curious, what, uh, what are some of your rites of passage movies or events or things that you want to pass on to your kids? Uh, Zach, first I need to know, have you ever gotten the timing wrong and missed it by like a couple minutes and just got furious yeah. about it? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't like from a rites of passage that they haven't done yet. I cannot wait for Christmas vacation. That's like a staple, yeah. uh, in our family, um, that we watch actually with my wife's family every year, either at Thanksgiving or Christmas. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're too young for that. Um, both in terms of staying up and content. Uh, so <laughs> Um, there's that, um, there are some things that they've already kind of done. Another one I can't wait to do is I love doing like lights on my roof. And so I always joke with my wife, like, oh man, this is the year PAX is coming up with me. And she's like, I will end you shade. Um, so I I can't wait for when he's actually old enough to come do that with me because it's like, to me, it's like kind of a service to my family. I feel like to do that because Maggie loves it. And so uh, really looking forward to to when he can do that. And what age is that, man? I don't know yet. Uh, whenever she says he won't kill himself. Right. Well, Laura does not let me put the lights up on our house because she's convinced that I will fall. I will, <laughs> I will Chevy chase this thing and uh, not survive. So, so do you pay somebody to do it, Scott, or you just don't do it? No, Laura does it. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up there uh usually when when the weather's nice she'll get up there i'll hold the ladder for her because i'm supportive um Ooh, and yes. she takes care of business she does a great job with it <laughs> much better than i would so i mean that's good yeah. <clears throat> all right uh what are some holiday traditions that uh, that you have uh like from your childhood that you've passed on to your kids um mm-hmm. but maybe some that you have like in in your current household probably my, my favorite one would actually be one that's in our current household so um we it was like just something we accidentally stumbled on several years ago but the the day we were decorating for christmas uh, like decorating the inside of our house. We just turned on Home Alone 1 and let it rip. And we weren't done decorating yet, so we turned on Home Alone 2. And then finally, when we were all done, nobody wanted to cook or go out. So we just ordered some pizza and ate it and then like watched. Um, I think we rewatched Home Alone since we didn't actually watch it. And so um, it just became this funny thing that happened that now has become a tradition in our family that we all look forward to um, every year. So literally every year it's home alone, one and two and pizza. And that that's our decorating day. And what's interesting to me about like traditions in general is it's all about something that happened at one point in history that you loved for some reason or another that you want to try to recreate, even though the recreation is never as good as the original thing. Right. But I mean, that's, that's anything we celebrate birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, that's ultimately what we're trying to do. And so that's what that is. Another one that I love is um, Maggie and I have certain movies, Christmas movies that we have to watch every year. And some of them have certain moments when we watch them like home alone, like that. Uh, so that's love actually. And so Maggie's birthday is in December. So one year, uh, for her birthday, we watched love actually. And I made us some like Japanese style food, you know, like kind of what you would get at a teriyaki table or something like that. And so now that's one of our things every year is a a tradition in our house is we, 
uh, watch love actually and get like Mosa, which is for those who aren't local in Joplin is like a Japanese food truck, which I know sounds completely shady, but it is phenomenal. Or we'll get, uh, you know, food from somewhere else or something like that. So that's probably two of my favorites, um, that, that I have. Nice. Nice. I like it. And I'm a fan of the traditional um, Christmas food of uh, Japanese. So it's, you know. it's straight up a Christmas story, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> awesome. Oh well, uh, we know that uh, Christmas is the time of routine changes, uh, and you've got some younger kids, uh, and we know some of our listeners do too. So, uh, want to ask, how do you deal with routine changes? Uh, how do your kids deal with it? And do you have any tips or tricks for like making your house feel more stable when you know you're no longer on a routine? That was a great question. We, um, I, I kind of have honestly a couple different ways we approach it, depending on what it is. My favorite, um, and I know you will both appreciate this cause this is you guys as well. Um, is when we know something's going to be different and, or, or we're trying to introduce a new routine. And so we'll just make a game of it, you know, is like, um, so for example, one, one time recently, we kind of changed the kids bedtime routine and they each had like three certain things they had to do before, you know, it was bedtime. And so we just, we set a timer and we raced to see whether, uh, like I helped Paxton and my wife, Maggie helped Poppy. And we raced to see it, who all could do it in five minutes and whether the boys or girls would finish first. So, um, just making it play and making it seem like not drudgery, uh, yeah. often helps with that. Um, another thing is when it's, something that you can see coming will often try to introduce whatever it's going to be gradually instead of like, like if the normal is, you know, extreme left and, and the new is going to be to the right, we'll just try to find like, are there little points along the way that we can move in that direction without fully swinging the pendulum all at once. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, if you can't make it fun, that's something we've done. And then a third thing, um, and this is something Maggie's been really good about is just talking with them about it. And I know that seems so like, duh, but at the same time, I think a lot of times we just think, oh, we're adults and you're kids. So I'm just going to jerk you out of what you're doing into doing whatever this new thing is. Cause you're a kid and, and you'll go along with it. But like Maggie will always say like, would you Isaac want to be jerked out of whatever it is you're doing? Absolutely not. And so it's like, while they are little, they're still human, you know, they're little humans. And so that same principle applies as if it's like we can so sit down and talk about like, hey, we want to do this new thing. Here's why. Here's what it's going to look like. A lot of times that allows them to kind of wrap their brains around it. And then whatever it is goes a lot better. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's time for our game. Super excited about this. Uh, for our game today, here's what we're doing. We are, are drafting Christmas songs. But uh, the rules of the game are that you only are choosing the song not the artist. I have a random generator. We each chose uh, five artists that we like uh, and that we think that would be um, would be good for a Christmas album or a Christmas song. Uh, so we're going to choose the song and then we're going to randomly generate who is singing that particular song. Uh, and then at the end, uh, we're going to draft uh, six six songs each. And at the end, we're going to put together our playlist and we're going to see who who would have the best? So obviously, you know, some of these artists have not done Christmas songs or not that version. Uh, so we, we can't, you know, actually link it, but uh, we can all kind of imagine uh, what, what it might sound like. And, and I, just for fun, threw in five extra, uh, threw in five extra names of, of uh, 
artists just to kind of throw us off so that way we couldn't make sure we we're getting you know all of the ones we wanted because uh, i saw scott's uh, the only one on scott's i was like scott i, I don't want to hear rage against the machines take on silent night i'm sorry uh and then isaac i didn't know who johnny swim was on your list uh but i did listen and i was like okay <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry uh, i put right. johnny swim on i put it on my playlist so i have i haven't listened to his songs but i threw a couple of his his most popular on there so i'm excited um it's so a husband Isaac. Wife, you know, Zach. Come on. Like I said, I haven't listened. I just I went and found them on <laughs> iTunes when I saw it. I trust your knowing how much our, our tastes in music can be similar. I trusted yours and just threw a couple on. Also, there. what is iTunes? I've never heard of that. Is that similar to Apple Music? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> similar to Spotify. <laughs> you see all this gray? So this is why I shave. <laughs> oh. Did you download it on Napster? Uh, yes, it's Apple Music. <laughs> Can you get Johnny Swim on Napster? <laughs> uh, get your shots in now. I'm winning this one. Isaac, uh, do you want first pick, second pick, third pick, standard snake draft? Wait, for the record, can I just call Zach's uh, entire list right now? <laughs> can I say that he's going to go with Kids Bop Christmas? Uh, <laughs> because it is, by and large, the charcuterie board of Christmas music. Oh. You're lucky this is a family-friendly podcast, or I'd flip you off right now. Uh, Isaac, <laughs> first pick, second pick, third pick, standard snake draft. Uh, we're doing standard snake draft regardless of what I choose? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but you get to choose where you want in the snake draft. Oh, man, I'll go uh, I'll go two. I like in every other. I don't, I don't want the double. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that means Scott, uh, I'll let you choose uh, since I set up the game. You want first pick or, th- or third pick? Uh, you know what, Zach? I'll go third pick. You can take first overall. I actually wanted third pick, but I know uh, that's why I picked it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, I got first pick then. Okay. Qu- uh, point of clarification. Do we pick yes. our song before you randomly select the artist Ooh. that is, uh, okay. Perfect. We pick our song. I'm going to randomly select the artist. Okay. I like it. So song first, then artist. Song first, then artist. I'm taking Okomo Come Emmanuel. Okay. Uh, That is my favorite Christmas song. Absolutely love it. I was looking at my playlist. I have uh, at least five different versions of that song. So, Uh, As a worship minister, I feel it's my duty to tell you that that's not a Christmas song. It's an Advent song. But, you know, go ahead. Fine. Suck it, Trebek. Oh, I got wrong. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. Okay. I feel uh, like that would be that would be uh, Dang it. Uh Taylor Swift. Okay, Isaac, your your song choice. Taylor Swift. Um, I mean, I feel like I've got a mixed bag, as I'm sure you guys do, of like just standard like secular Christmas songs and also like church Christmas mm-hmm. songs. But I yeah. want to grab this one because I think it might go off the list is Oh Holy Night. Okay. Okay. Uh, does somebody have this pulled up? I'll, I'll randomize it if somebody wants to type in the, the oh, yeah. uh, I'll type it in. Okay. Yep, I'll do the artist then. If somebody wants to type in the the art the song, Isaac, "Oh Holy Night" is going to be sung by Rascal Flats. <laughs> oh. Okay, 
I will tell you, Isaac, you were literally one one away from getting Mumford and Sons, your number one number one that you sent me. Man, that would have been awesome. Oh, I don't, Holy Night. I, don't want them for oh, Holy Night. I want a like a belter for Oh Holy Night. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, Scott, you get two in a row. Okay. I'm gonna go rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> Are you really going rocking around the Christmas tree? hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, let's see if uh, we get somebody other than Brenda Lee. Uh, I don't think Brenda Lee's gonna be on this list. You got the offspring. Hey. <laughs> I'll take actually, that. That might actually be the best version of that song. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, I'll, I'll take that. Wow. I kind of really want to hear that song now. <laughs> All right. Well, I will uh I'll write them a letter. Yeah, dear the offspring. <laughs> <laughs> and send it through my uh, MySpace account. Listen, I know that you've got no self-esteem, but could you sing for us rocking around? <laughs> yes. Why don't you get a job? <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to go. I think uh, for the next one, I'm going to go. I'll be home for Christmas. Home for Christmas. Mm, good choice. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'll be home for Christmas. Uh, so far, we have gotten four of the five that I just added, and we get our first one. I, I chose Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, you're getting Death Cab for Cutie singing that one there, Scott. Okay. Man, I love getting Death Cab in on this. Yeah, that's a good one. I think that'd be a pretty uh, decent, like, ambient yeah. rock song uh, version mm-hmm. of I'll Definitely piano-driven or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can be okay with that one. Like uh, have you guys ever, you know, uh, Leslie Odom that played Aaron Burr in yeah. Hamilton, his version of I'll be home for Christmas is fantastic. Yes. That's you should great. go if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to go. So uh, in, in my family, one of the things we listened to a lot was Andy Williams Christmas album. And so I know I'm not picking yeah. the artist, but I do love that, um, that happy holiday. It's the holiday season. So who mm-hmm. do you do? So that's my next like choice. It. Okay. Sentimental like reasons. Okay. Yeah. Let's see who's singing that one. You are getting Leslie Odom Jr. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. All right, you got it. All right, I got two in a row. Uh, I'm going to take Happy Christmas War is Over. Mm. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. Hot take. I love that song. Uh, let's see. I nothing. In. And I get Tori Amos singing that one. Yeah. Tori yeah, Amos. I feel like that's a good fit, though. Yeah. As much as I don't like that song, I feel like it's a good fit. It fits oh, her. Vibe. I do like that song. I've got a couple of different ones on that one. Uh, okay. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Christmas time uh, that uh, Smashing Pumpkins popularized. Um, Billy Corgan? Wonderful Christmas time. The Simply Um, Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. That one? No, uh, it's Christmas time. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was on the, uh, so which album was it? That Christmas album they put out. Uh, that's the one I want. I want Christmas time popularized by Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, let's see who's singing that one. Uh, that one is going to be 
Amos Lee. Oh, come That's on. That's not bad either. Okay. I thought you were going to say Brenda Lee, but, you know. <laughs> Brenda Lee. I would listen right, to that man sing anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Isaac, your turn. Um, I'm going to do Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yep. I yeah. love, uh, there's two versions in particular I love. And I, again, I know we're not getting the artist, but Phil Wickham's version, it's just him and an electric guitar. Uh, and then the version that uh, Judy Garland sings is hauntingly beautiful mm. and so a couple different versions of that i love give me some of that noise okay let's see who is singing that one for you you get oh the beatles come on that'll be great yeah that would be a good one overrated oh scott you get two Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm a little nervous to pick this one uh, because I do like the um, the Bing Crosby, uh, David Bowie version, but I'm gonna go with uh, the yeah. the Little Drummer Boy. Ooh, interesting. And just put myself okay. at the mercy. Little drummer boy. I hope you get the Rage Against the Machine. You get Johnny Swim. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I am not uh, hip to the jive on Johnny Swim, uh, but I'm going to listen jive. to it now. You can listen to it on the um, iTunes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got it on my LimeWire account. We're good. Gosh. <laughs> so good. Uh, let's go with... <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with uh, Dominic the Donkey. It's okay. Have you, have you never heard Dominic the Donkey? Oh, I've heard sleeper. it, yes. I just surprised you to get... We love Son Dominic the Donkey at our house. You you get future of forestry. Okay. All right. I feel like that yeah. would be a really interesting version of it that song. It would be an interesting one. Yes. Uh, I got to be honest. I only put future of forestry on there because uh, my only, I only love their Christmas albums. They've got like three and I absolutely love all three of them. <laughs> and I'm well, like, if I want Christmas, I need future forestry on there. And I'm, I feel like they're listening uh, to this episode. So, um, Hey, Dominic, the donkey, put it on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, Isaac, what's yours? Um, <laughs> I'm going to do, um, gosh, there's so many good ones. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to do When You Believe from Marin Morris. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. no longer it's from tr- Marin Morris. So, well, no, clearly. I think yeah. it's in a movie, like maybe the. I don't know, like the Jim Carrey Grinch. Is that or the one like you that? believe in miracles? Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's going to be performed by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes. You know what the uh, <laughs> like the original? The actually, I'm an idiot. The original is is Mariah and Whitney. <laughs> so we're going from that's Mariah the one in, and Whitney uh, to Rage. Is that the one in the Grinch? Is that in the original Grinch movie? The first Grinch? 
Or I guess the it Jim Carrey uh, Not Mariah and Whitney, it wouldn't be. Hmm. Uh, Prince of Egypt, maybe? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Prince of Egypt. But yeah. it's on like a Pentatonix okay. uh, Christmas album, and it's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Rage could do it justice. A little Zach Taylor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, I get two. Uh, okay. Uh, I want... I want the earth stood still. Uh, that's one of my sneaky underrated. I love that that Christmas song. Uh, okay. See who's singing it. I believe it's also a movie starring Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it is. And I'm going to have that one because sung by Mumford and it. Sons. Oh, I like that pick a lot. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Yeah, Earth stood still by Mumford I really and Sons. feel okay, like I'm Mumford and Sons one. should put out a Christmas album. Right? Gosh, they really, they really, yes, hundred yeah. percent. Um, I would buy the heck out of that. I'm gonna take. I want a wonderful Christmas time. I don't want Simply Wayne's version though. Simply yeah. the Paul McCartney version. Okay, you need the Beastie Boys for this one. Yes, I got Nirvana. Oh snap! Okay. Let's go. Okay. I'll take that one. I hate that song, but All I right. would I would love that. Uh Mr. Shade, <laughs> your pick. Oh, come on. Um There's so many good songs, boys. Uh you know, you get to that point in the list where it's like every choice you make means something else is not gonna be in it. Um yep. let's go mm-hmm. with Where are you, Christmas? I like that one. Okay, that's a great one. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, Where let's see. Sung by Bing Crosby. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I feel okay, like Scott, that would be you get two, but only choose big. one first, uh, and then we're gonna talk about. For the, the last round. round, so choose one. Yeah, we're gonna okay. change up for I'm the final round. So choose your one song. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, "White Christmas." Mm. Classic. Yeah, that's a good one. Since we're talking about being Crosby, I know. Honestly, yeah, I incepted you into taking that. Uh, one. Did or really the right, who's singing that one? You get Beastie Boys. Nice. Okay. I can't stand it. So there I are land it. <laughs> there I'm are set five it left. Watergate. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so for the last round, there are five left. So I think that that can inform our our, our thought process. So I want to give you the five artists we have left. We have Sam Smith, Coldplay, Ooh. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Adele. And Mariah Carey. So you're going to get oh. one of those artists for this last song. St- Sam Smith, Coldplay, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Adele, or Mariah Carey. So Scott, with your final pick, which one are you taking? Final pick, I'm going to go somewhere in my memory. No! Are you kidding me? 
Nope. <laughs> Scott, I can't believe you have just done such a thing to me. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> I am okay. pretty happy about it, though. You should be. That's a great choice. And I feel like any of the artists that are uh, left uh, would do it justice. You got Coldplay. Okay. I'll take that. And can I feel like right. it needs to be like Coldplay featuring Macaulay Culkin, honestly. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yes. That's good. All right, Isaac, final choice. Okay. Uh, mine is is uh, one that probably a lot of people don't know, but it's a song called Who Would Have Dreamed? Uh, it's actually like a, a mm. church one, but uh, just about like the, mm. the beginning of Jesus' life. It's um, not like by a, it's this like worship group out of Louisville, Kentucky, but, um, or from a church there, but this song is a phenomenal song. So nice. I had to have it for my last one. Um, Joe is nodding off screen. She just came in the room and she said she loves that song. So great pick Isaac. Uh, one you're going to get Sam Smith singing that song. Okay. He'll slay it. He will slay it. Here's the problem. I got stuck with Taylor shot. Swift with the number one. I'm I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck with Mariah Carey on the second one here. Uh, well, you know what song you need to pick. I think you probably <laughs> need to be stuck with it for thinking that the Brenda Lee song is the most overplayed <laughs> instead of the Mariah Carey song. This is agree. This 100% is Mariah, The Mariah Carey song was already taken. I was trying to add to the conversation. Karma is that if guy Mariah who Carey plays on the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take – I think we have to have Walking on a Winter Wonderland here. So I'm going to take that one. Okay. Okay. Whatever you feel Steve like Mariah you have Carey to have. Have. I really want Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, he would be good. It's going to be Adele. Thank you. That would be a really okay. good version, though. Yeah, I'd like that one. That would be real good. I was hoping yeah. we'd randomly get Adele for Oh Holy Night. That would have been phenomenal. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. All right, well, listen, before we finish up, let's just do this. Uh, let's just really quickly talk about uh, our favorite Christmas songs, maybe the ones that actually have artists that they can listen to. Uh, so if you had to give, like, you know, two or three songs uh, that you think should be on everybody's playlist, uh, you, you real quick, what would you put on there? Uh, I, go, Scott. I'll go. I'll go ahead. Uh, I really, I really like the Pentatonix version of "Mary, Did You Know." Like, I feel like yeah, that song one. is just really, really solid. And uh, I just, it, I don't know. I like music. Music moves me, and that's one of those ones really? that, like, every time I listen to it, it, it touches my heartstrings. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Uh, Isaac, you got one or two. Yeah, I grew up, uh, an album that my family listened to a lot growing up was Stephen Curtis Chapman's Christmas album, actually. Uh, and it's like actually really, really good. He's got this version of Oh Holy Night that's like kind of in a, a uh, like a major key instead of feeling all minory that's really good um, that I like. And uh, there was one other I was thinking. Oh, that Phil Wickham version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas I was talking about is just, it's simple and beautiful and I love it. Nice. Oh, well, that's sad. But that means we also didn't get Zach's picks. We'll do what we have to do. We didn't. Uh, 
Okay, so last songs that Zach wanted to pick but uh, couldn't. Um, he was going to say uh, Mamacita, Donde Esta Santa Claus. Uh, that was one of his picks. It's one of his favorite songs of all time. Uh, his second favorite song of all time is uh, Six White Boomers. Uh, it's an Australian Christmas song. Uh, and it is, uh, I, you know, Zach likes what he likes. Uh, and, he and he likes that song because, you know, he's part Australian. Uh, yeah. that is, uh, well. yes, yes, absolutely. Um, all right. So that is, uh, that's our episode of the dad Schwartz podcast. Uh, please like rate and subscribe, uh, wherever you get your, uh, podcasts. Uh, we, Oh, are hoping that Zach comes back. Hey, it's Zach. Hey, Hello, Zach. Can you actually hear me. We can, I can, I can we can see you. Time. Yep. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, it's okay though. We told them what your uh, your favorite Christmas songs that didn't make the list were. Um, so I think we're good to go. I cannot um, wait to hear what you chose for me. Uh, yeah, I'm sure absolutely. it was fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Dad Shorts Podcast. Don't forget you can find us where you find your podcast. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on social media, but we never do anything with it. So hopefully over Christmas, we can actually do something with our Facebook and TikTok accounts. Uh, you can find us there at the Dad Shorts Podcast, and you can email us at dadshortspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for joining us, and keep on dadding. Is that, are we still doing that, Scott? Yeah, no, I think keep on dadding. I think uh, keep on wearing your dad shorts. <laughs>